She indicated the sign on the side panel of the truck. Mar Motors is the garage in Middledip, isn't it? At the cross? Yes. You're not local, are you? Just moving in to Honeybun Cottage. Not that it was any of his business. Can you give me a tow? He grimaced. You'll sue me if it turns out you've got a cracked neck. I won't, because I haven't, she snapped. But the Freelander's undrivable. I'd appreciate a tow. If I have to call someone else, I'll be sitting here in the rain for hours. He hesitated, then sighed. Come on, then. Ungraciously, he installed her in the passenger seat of the wrecker before spending ten minutes clanging around at its rear, while Tess sank her swimming head on a seat that smelt of old oil and closed her eyes. Finally, he climbed back into the cab, shook the rain off his hair, and drove her the remaining mile or so to Middledip Village. As the breakdown truck began to rumble along, he flipped his thumb in the direction of her poor freelander. Were you fond of it? Loads. Everyone said it was a posy vehicle. I was living in London. But I love it. What's left of it, since it hit your truck? Nobody forced you to run it up my backside, he pointed out, disagreeably. Tess's head was pounding, and sudden tears pricked her eyes, blurring the already blurred raindrops that drummed on the windscreen and hissed beneath the wheels, bouncing and bubbling off the expanse of tarmac at the centre of the village, where three roads converged at the point known inaccurately as the Cross, and where there was a building with a sign, Mar Motors. Wordlessly, she eased out of the cab and squelched across the forecourt, following her disagreeable saviour out of the deluge, and in through a long run of folding doors. The floor was painted grey, like the pit garages at the motor races on television. An office chair stood in front of a computer. He nodded at it. Sit there while I have a look at your car, and then we'll talk about what to do. He raised his voice to a masked figure welding under a ramp at the back of the garage. Joss, can you get her a cup of tea? She's had a prang. Pete, give me a hand, will you? A man uncoiled himself from under the bonnet of a little red sports car, pushing back floppy fair hair, smiled at Tess, and ran to help at the back of the breakdown truck. Aching and shaking too much to object to being ordered about, Tess gazed out through the hammering rain to where an old-fashioned van in Baker's livery graced the forecourt along with two old cars. Not banger-type old, but 1950s old, all grinning chrome grills, candy colours, and swiping tail fins. The forecourt looked like a classic car show. She let her chin sink onto her fist, and once again closed her eyes. What a crappy beginning to her fresh start. Joss, welding mass discarded, wiping his hands on his overalls and stamping about in motorcycle boots, rattled cups and filled the kettle. His long, dark hair was pulled back in a ponytail, and he had a beard like Hagrid, not the trendy goatee worn by so many men she'd known in London. He brought her steaming tea in a mug, with the MG logo on the side, and an open pack of sugar with a spoon sticking out. Through the strands of dripping hair she managed to smile, even as she shivered. Thanks. His eyes were gentle. Right'll soon get you sorted. Presumably he meant the disagreeable man. She made a face. Ratty. Yes, he is a bit. The eyes smiled.
Rattenbury, and pointed to the M.A. Rattenbury sign on the wall. Oh, I get it. The owner of the blue eyes and black curls was the boss. She should have known. In a few minutes, he was back. Draining a mug of tea, he bent over the computer, so close that Tess could feel the chill of the rain from his arms and shoulders. The sleeves had been cut from his T-shirt to exhibit small tattoos. Sculpted by physical work, he was a different breed from Ollie, with his designer labels and career in IT. She jerked her gaze away. She was done with men. She was here to concentrate on getting better, on freeing herself of the lassitude that had left her vegetating these past months. He tapped the computer screen. Want me to book it in? Her mind flipped to Channel 4 documentaries about toe bandits. Maybe he'd stick her with a...